last week on Discount Heroes. You're in darkness, but it's more than that. The darkness has texture. You spy distant flickering light, shining with the color of torchlight. Walk towards that golden flame. It looks like a giant backpack. Strangely enough, looks like a building. There's a door on it. Welcome to the mental inventory. I seek currencies of the mind. Your torch shines a light, revealing this darkened fortress in front of you. You tug against the gates. They resist as you feel a scream pierce through your skull. And then he just collapses on the ground. Can you take a spatter shot? Alright, Cubs runs to the wheel. That is not supposed to be making smoke right now. You pop open the safe. Start shoving stuff in my bag. That magma ooze, it is slowly oozing out of the door. Guys, we have to stop this. He drops the bucket of tea on it. It quickly flares up in a burst of steam. Oh, tea you later. Yeah, I'm currently tucking Knox into a bed right now. It looks like a, a pair of brooches. This here is a spell binder. You can implant two spells in this and use it to create a completely new magical item. Tonight on Discount Heroes. Alright, it was my first time, but that's got to be the weirdest way to get inside of somebody's head. Welcome to Discount Heroes, where questionable results are always guaranteed. We're a chaotic story and character-driven real play podcast. We're a group of five friends who've all known each other for 15 plus years. We played countless hours of questionable D&D, and now we want to share with you the game we love so much. My name is Brent. I'm the DM here. We've got four players here. Why don't you introduce yourself and who you're playing? Hey guys, my name's Tyler. I play the one, the only, the amazing jumping satyr, Copes. Hey, uh, follow me and I'll sneak you in through the back. It's me, Dimarok, the tiefling bard. This is Thrasher, the human barbarian. Playing Jared, the human podcaster. And this is Matt, and I am playing the unconscious gnome wizard, Knox Longfoot. All right, so guys, as you know, I sent out a list of questions that I wanted answered. I'm not going to ask for all of those answers now, but I thought I would go ahead and list those questions and then get one of those answers from each of you. These were concerning your characters. Questions I asked were, what is a great fear you have, physical, specifically? What does your character think about art, paintings, sculptures, the like? Who's someone from your past that you have missed? And what's something from your past that was lost and never found? So anyone want to volunteer to answer that first one? I will, I guess. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll do it too. <laughs> How about you call on people? Okay. Well, Tyler's going to answer the first one then. No. <laughs> okay, he's not. <laughs> yeah, I'll take the first one. Aaron, what is a great fear that you have? Or Demarok, excuse me. What is a great fear you have? Parentheses physical. When you ask him that, you see like all the joy fade away from his eyes. 
and his head slowly tilts down as his hands extend out in front of him. And you see him take the sleeve of each of his hoodie arms and pull it out over his hands so they've disappeared inside. And he holds up his missing hands next to his head and say, My greatest fear, it's being de-handed! And then he raises his empty sleeves above his head and just waves them wildly in the air. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. You should move that ring of regeneration somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Toe ring of regeneration. So let's move on to Thrasher. Thrasher, what does your character think about art? Uh, the only real art is metal, obviously. And uh, if you've ever seen a painting by Jersey Shore Golly, oh, gorgeous. <laughs> nice. All right. So, Knox, who's someone from your past that you've missed? So, I had a couple of really close friends. I, I considered them siblings, really, uh, back in the Green Flame Plains. Andrea and Kit kind of grew up with them and, and had a pretty great bond. So, I hope to see him again one day. And Copes, what is something from your past that was lost and never found? Bro, there was the, uh, from the glades, everyone knows about it. It's the ancient Gemini stone. And I will find it one day and uh, conquer the world. Oh, sounds great. What does it do? Yeah, I'll tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> Conquering the world. I made that up today, so I don't know what it does. <laughs> kind of sinister, man. I know. Find it and conquer the world. Maybe for the better, though. What do you? Yeah, everyone who's wanted to conquer the world thought that. Does that mean Copes had the stone at one point? I guess he did. Yeah, he used it to power the synergy machine. He won it in a poker game. (laughs) (laughs) And then lost it in a poker game. (laughs) No, it was lost. It was stolen by the great, um, the great, uh, Griffin. Oh my god, what's his first name? He soars above us all. The great Griffin. He soars above us all, yeah. Clutching the Gemini stone in his talons. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) One day. You kind of really narrowed me down there on how I'm going <laughs> to bring this in here. You figure it out. At least we already have like a team of Griffin people. Yeah, I mean, that's a lead right there. Oh, I totally forgot we saw a Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and I do want to specify that I did get an answer to all these questions from everybody. It just felt like a little bit too much spoilers to give it all away now. So hopefully you'll find some of that out. Uh, soon enough. I'm scared of being alone. It's not a physical fear. (laughs) We're talking about Cope, Tyler. Copes. Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, Tyler sent me a very telling first message. (laughs) I'm sad now. Very honest and truthful. Yeah, Tyler needs some support here. Everyone could, if they could just tweet at the DH cast. (laughs) Just uh, offer your words of encouragement in these dark times. They're so dark. I'd say at least we have each other, but, and, you know, the fans probably don't know this. We actually only talk to each other while recording D&D. Y'all are absolutely intolerable in social situations. <laughs> <laughs> we met at a coffee shop 15 years ago. We haven't interacted since. <laughs> That's where the 15 years came. Yeah. It's like the notebook. <laughs> I wish I could forget. <laughs> but it's like the opposite of the notebook. <laughs> I wish I could spaghetti. I'm hungry. 
What notebook are y'all talking about? The Etch-A-Sketch. Or she forgets everything, or oh, he forgets everything. No, that's 51st Dates. It's where they both have cancer. He does forget everything in that. I'm sure all of our audience is big The Notebook fans, guys. I was thinking the one where they put the letter in the mailbox and then it shows up in the past. Y'all see that one? That was early edition on Bravo. I'm pretty sure that's Keanu Reeves. The Matrix? No, I think it was called The Mailbox with Mel Gibson or something. (laughs) Oh, you're thinking of The Passion. (laughs) The Passion. No, he's thinking of The Time Traveler's Wife. He's thinking of Secret Window by Johnny Depp. Pirates of the Caribbean? No, no, it's Land of the Lost. It was Land of the Lost. Jared got it. Woo! (laughs) Oh, man. Friendship point. Mark it down. You get an inspiration for that pre-game trivia answer. Wasn't even the right answer. No head nod? Or maybe a nice wink? No, he answered that as Jared, not as Thrasher. You can only earn those as your character. That makes sense. Thrasher wouldn't have known that. Our friendship means nothing. That's true. You don't get friendship points in life. That's an important lesson. I've noticed. (laughs) (laughs) There's no reward at all. So let's go ahead and begin the game. (laughs) (laughs) Last week, our intrepid adventurers, one of them really, delved into the mind of a genius, Wagon Wheel. (laughs) Thrasher found himself somewhere otherworldly, surrounded by distant torches, blackness, and finally, after receiving years of friendship points, a way to spend them. He otherwise found the realm inhospitable as his attempts to break through the gates of the odd-looking fortress he found rendered him unconscious again and again. Braddock indicated that she had something that could help the adventurers, a spellbinder, a fabulously overpowered magical item which could allow the user to combine two spells into something an item much more powerful than either one. After retrieving it and Knox going unconscious yet again, they returned from her burning lab to the ship. To set it a little bit further, you returned, I believe you put Knox to bed. Uh, you bundled him into a little gnome rito. We tucked him in real tight. Put him into his bassinet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 that's no... <laughs> What is this episode? Just shitting on Knox the whole time? No, it is not. It's a race car bed, and it's very cool. (laughs) What kind of bed is it, Knox? Honestly, it's probably a race car bed. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's your bed. It's your choice here. I get jealous that my kids have race car beds, so I feel like Knox is probably in a race car bed. You go tell Tiffany you're changing your bed to a race car bed and see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when you guys go on vacation, I break into your house and sleep in the race car bed. I will help you build one for him, Jared. All right, all right. We'll install it while he's gone. Can't you just build Jared a race car bed so he doesn't have to break into house to sleep in my race car bed? No, it's way more funny. I don't have to. I get to when you go on vacation. And it's not houses. It's your house. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Knox is asleep in bed. Let's focus on that for a moment. Yeah, suck it, guys. (laughs) Knox, as you lie in bed, covered in burns and blown eardrums and more burns, I believe. There's a lot of burns. Yeah, a lot, quite a few burns. Some, maybe a chair leg sticking out of your leg at some (laughs) spot. I think that actually was Demarok. But, you know, you've, you've taken some damage from some furniture as well. Oh, yeah, the hate seat really got me. All right, lie in bed, you dream. 
You feel a light grazing on your arm, grass brushing against you as the wind blows. A steady stream provides a calming backdrop as it flows around you. You hear a tap, tap, the sound of groaning wood. Tap, tap, the sound of groaning wood and a sigh of relief. What? What's there? What's going on? You sit up, find yourself in an idyllic place, an idyllic forest. What is it you see sitting by the water? So it's a, a beautiful forest. The trees are all red. The leaves are kind of a bright red and crimson yellow. Sitting by the water, there's a figure. Looks similar to an elf, except with golden skin and bright red hair with leaves throughout it and clothes made of different leaves and, and plants. Do you know what this is? Do you have a name for it? Uh, this would be an Eladrin. She picks up stones one at a time, placing them on a wooden scale on each side. She appears to be attempting to balance the scale, giving a laugh of delight when she does so, before resuming placing stones one at a time on the scale, putting it out of balance as she does so again. So Knox will walk over, and without saying a word, he's going to try to pick up a, a stone nearby and see if he can balance the scale that she's working on. I'm not sure if I should make you roll for that. Uh, I don't think it could go poorly, so go ahead. Okay. Famous last words. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you pick up a stone and place it on one side. You see it fall out of sync, leaning heavily to the side that you placed the stone on. But she looks up at you with a smile. Oh, you understand. Uh, I... I'm not sure that I do, but I'm glad to lend a hand. Oh, your action here shows that you do. She resumes placing a stone on each side, brings it into perfect balance once again, and then laughs with delight before placing another stone. Where, where are we? This is beautiful. You could call me the spirit of this forest here. This is a special place, a place that was to remain hidden. I protect this place. You've come very close to meeting me a number of times in the past few days. It's, uh, it's been a rough couple days, to be honest with you. Each time you did so, it brought you a little bit closer to meeting me. I was able to talk to you here. You walk yet again on the border between life and death. And is it times such as those that, well, being such as I can speak to you? Well, uh, I, I appreciate that. This is a beautiful place and maybe one that's not so bad to walk between. It is of the utmost importance that we always walk to maintain balance. Life and death are just one of those balances. And she gestures to the scale. Look here at the scale. Do I merely stop once I've achieved balance? No, because to stop is to die, is to stop growing. We must always continue on. And then she places another stone on the scale, bringing it out of balance. It is the journey to bring ourselves to balance, which is important. Those are wise words. I truly appreciate them. He's going to sit down and attempt to rebalance the scale. Your dream continues on. You feel like you sit there for hours with this spirit, placing stones on one side, rejoicing in the temporary balances that you achieve, 
And when you awaken in the morning, you feel something. Like you brought some of the peace, some of the something with you from that place. Awesome. Okay, so Knox kind of sits up, and as he does, he's kind of got this medium-length brown hair that folds into his face, and he sees that there's now some streaks of red running through it. He smiles and gets up, and he feels a little bit energized uh, and heads out to find his group. Okay, and before we get straight to that, I want to jump to the night before. Knox is asleep. So you guys have arrived back on the ship. Yeah, Copes is laying on the deck of the ship, and he's just laying on his back, looking up at the stars and contemplating the things that have happened. His anger at Wagon Wheel, and he got pretty dark there for a minute. It's not really his style. So he's just contemplating life. Well, that's a good segue into this moment. You're welcome. Rick pounds on the side of the ship. Ah! I need to talk to you guys right now. Well, I need to talk to you guys right now. I was looking at the stars. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Whoa, what is it, Rick? Hey, Rick, what's going on? I need some answers. We got this guy. This is the guy that did it. This is the one who killed my countrymen. No, this isn't the guy. Well... Okay, it looks just like him, but it's not. That's like two guys, and one of them's good and one of them's bad. But the bad guy's not the real one. He's just in there visiting, I think. Maybe. I haven't figured it out yet. He looks at the other two of you. This is what you think, too? I tried to off him, bro. I see, so this is the one that did it. Uh... Thrasher, tell him. He flew up here in a dark cloak, said he wanted to kill us all. There's something going on with him, man. There's something inside him. He doesn't want to do this. Wagamoo wouldn't do this. It all goes back to Legis the Terrible. We don't know what Legis did to him. Wagon Wheel also ninja kicked a child. We tricked him into doing that. Wait, you guys tricked a guy into kicking a kid? Well, Knox did, really. No, that was actually completely Knox. Yeah, totally Knox's fault. Yeah, it was a goblin thing, and then we tried to get away, but we did take him to the hospital. Yeah, Knox did it, <laughs> yeah. But yes. So why have we killed this guy? Because he's my friend, Rick. You're not killing him. Not until I try to help him. I have to. He's not the one who killed your friend. He was under some kind of evil control. Some powerful magic. It's Legis the Terrible, man. The Terrible. It's like what he does. Terrible things. Roll a persuasion check. Who? The Demarok. Get plus six to this. Plus eight. Plus eight. Nice. Nat! 20! Oh. Plus 8, 28! <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the highest roll we've had on the podcast. Yeah, so far. That is. I have broken a record. Someone call that Gannis guy. Wow, you seem to really mean it. This guy must be a good friend of yours. Well, if you say so, I have a hard time doubting your word when you say it with such conviction. <laughs> Look, Rick, just because you've been so straightforward with us, how about this? Just give me enough time, and if I can't make him better, if I can't get my friend back, 
will often. You have 24 hours. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 it's me, Jack Bauer. <laughs> I'm never going to change my clothes because it's the same day. Snack flower. Smack flower. A griffin flies in. Smack flower. <laughs> all right. All right. I'll give you some time. But I'm going to take you at your word there. It's all I've got besides all these gold pieces. <laughs> oh, my God. That's all that any of us have. And then he walks away. All right. I lay back down and, uh, Continue my stargazing. Okay. But I'm thinking a little bit now, because I really was against Wagon Wheel, but I'm, I'm coming back around. All right, Thrash, uh, thanks for having my back, kind of like, hardly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that. I'm just <laughs> Thrash, Thrash just looks at you for a second, and then turns around and walks away and goes to bed. <laughs> no, I'm the one marching off. And Dimrock rushes past him. <laughs> The same direction. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. We're sleeping in the same room. Just walking shoulder to shoulder right next to each other. We're bunk mates. We're sharing a freaking bed. <laughs> just scowling the whole time. I just wanted to get the good pillow. <laughs> and so you guys uh, have your tense little moment of silence before you drift off to sleep. Now we're here at the morning. You guys are fully rested. You've got your spell slots back. You've got your health back. Everything's back. Dun, 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 dun. Except your pride. The Gemini mm-hmm. Stone, it's in my pocket. It's back. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know what it does. Oh, it's slippery. He dropped it. <laughs> 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 One day. <laughs> oh, it's gone, man. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, Copes. One of these days. <laughs> all right, so you guys are all up on the deck. You don't have to play into your feats that I gave you just yet, because I got a way for it to introduce them a little bit later. Can I, though? You can. If you got something good, please go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So that morning, before Dimrock goes up to meet everybody on the deck, he does his usual thing and goes to the galley and starts cooking up some breakfast, but the rations are getting slimmer and slimmer. He's like searching through all the cupboards and at the back of this one cupboard, he sees a, uh, he can't quite tell. He reaches back there and finds this old cookbook and it's called Stews, Brews, and Emus? A Thousand Ways to Prepare Emu. Rock on! This is just what I need. And he opens it up to the first page and it says, there's nothing like starting your day with a little emu and eggs. And he just knows he's found the perfect cookbook. And so he cooks for his friends that morning. Through that process, we find out that Dimrock has taken the feet chef. Nice. Yeah. I love that. And after mastering the culinary skills, I get a constitution boost. And then on a short rest, I can cook special food, which lets everyone add 1d8 to their hit dice. If you regain HP and then on long rest, I can make these little special cakes and you can use them during a fight as a bonus action to gain temporary hit points. Oh shit. Nice. Nice. That's good. Yeah. So I am the team cook. Nice. Love that. So just kind of formalizing what's been going on anyway. Basically it just happened, you know, 
Yeah, he got his his uh, trade school certificate in the mail. <laughs> I'm level sixty. That's what you unlock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you are enjoying a fine breakfast on the deck of the ship when Knox walks up. Knox, how you looking? Knox is he's looking positive. He's in a good mood. Considering the fact he went to bed yesterday by burning alive in a building, he feels pretty good. He was bundled and burritoed and well-rested. And now his hair has got red streaks in it? Yes. Yes, there's some red mixed in there with the brown. Ah, oh, look at this, dude. You were sleeping like the dead, my friend. Oh, guys, I feel wonderful this morning. I appreciate you dragging my ass out of that burning building, Thrasher. At least I assume so. That's kind of where I remember falling asleep. <laughs> Uh, Nox, I, I do like the hair, but if you're going either scene or emo on me, you need to tell me right now, and I will strike you down. Well, I don't think I am. He pulls his axe out. I, I'm not doing oh, it! I'm not oh, doing oh, it! It's okay, Trasher! <laughs> Calm down! Copes throws a couple coins at his feet to see if he can resist the urge to pick up the loose change for his emo dance. <laughs> <laughs> That's hardcore. Damn it, it's close. It is close. Sort of. No, no, Thrasher, that's not what it was. I had a pretty cool dream. I think I was in the Fae. It looks like I brought a little back with me. See, apparently all you have to do is, you know, almost die in a magical forest near the Fae several times over. (laughs) (laughs) Well, other than this, uh, Thrasher, were you able to collect Braddock's thing that we were trying to get yesterday? Yeah, man, we got it. And then I tell him exactly what it does while I show it to him. And if anyone doesn't remember it, lets us combine two spells and then imbue something with it. It's a good item. It's a really good item that you came up with. Nox, do you react to it? That sounds amazing. I mean, I know Braddock mentioned something like that, but I didn't think that could actually be true. Yeah, I've been thinking about it all night. We could, like, press the digitate an invisible squirrel or something. Right? I think that's where we all went, Demi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we we could for sure. Oh, oh, oh! We could even press press the digitate um, an invisible boar. <laughs> I don't have press the digitation invisibility or a boar though. Oh, okay. I don't really get how it works. Are you trying to reference the invisible bear from a couple episodes ago? <laughs> that's how they made that bear. Yeah, yeah. That's. <laughs> oh God, I forgot about that bear. So. Yeah, that's the best I can think to do with it. I think we need to use it so we can all get into uh, Little Wagon Wheel's mind. Oh. I agree. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I was getting there. (laughs) That was my next idea. (laughs) Well, my best uh, spell is Axe Hit. So, Magic Man, you got any ideas? Um, well, I don't... What if, what if, guys, guys, what if... It's me, Fargo Buns, here. This is not a job for the TEO. What if we put my super awesome boom boom rod on to an axe, and then I got the axe, and then every time I hit someone with an axe, it'd be like a giant boom boom. I'd pull up my axe. <laughs> That's a good idea, and I'll stand by it. That's the best idea I've ever heard. All right, group vote. Fargo Buns, you're going to be killed instantly. Let's just not worry about that right now. You guys always say I'm going to be killed instantly whenever I suggest anything. I mean, hit yourself with a fireball. I'll watch from over here. I'm just gesturing at my axe. Eh? Eh? You guys will see. 
Braddock's been teaching me stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna make it on my own. And he storms off. Braddock, <laughs> quit teaching Fargle Buds. She has not taught him anything. <laughs> Just gotta make sure. Alright, so we all need to get in Wagon Wheel's mind at the same time. Okay, so I don't have a whole lot of magic that's gonna get us into the mind. Well, Rick used Detect Thoughts to get Thrash in there. So that's a, a given. Right. So we got Detect Thoughts, and we need to use something to get us all in. Okay. So, I, I mean, I don't know if it would help. I've got Enlarge. I don't know if we could enlarge the area of the spell to possibly bring us all in. Make his head extra big. <laughs> <laughs> and we all just walk right in. Then you just walk in. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think anything's off the table here. Okay, so can I try to understand this spell a little better? Is it based on the combination of what the spells actually do or on the name of the spells? Like that one item. It's, it's not just combining the names. It's just like fireball plus magic missile. Oh, so it's more what the spell does. Yeah, but it's also so open-ended that what you're saying is also kind of true. Okay. I'm making it very open-ended here. Right. Heard. It's open-ended enough that if we do something stupid, it's really going to hurt us. We could use Detect Thoughts and, like, Enhance Ability. Now there's an idea. (gasps) Oh, I have a spell called Friends. What about Detect Thoughts Friends? (laughs) That's good. Plus Friends added. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Now it's all of us together. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then we bind it to the airship and drive it directly into Wagon Wheel. You had me in the first half. That sounds like if it doesn't work, we're going to kill Wagon Wheel with an airship. <laughs> hey, man. You know, one way we're going to resolve it. I think if we can get in there, I have some ideas of how to get inside the gates. Assuming Thrasher told us all about it. Yes, I did. Always assume Thrasher told you everything, unless I didn't. Well, here's the thing. We have to combine the spells with an item. Right. We have to make it maybe a Q-tip. Oh, what about his glasses? His Coke bottle glasses? Yeah, we we do that to the spell. Oh, we flip them inside out so they're pointed at him. Yes. Oh, that's right. They're one-way glasses. Yes. Yeah, they're one-way glasses, so we flip them around. And we all get in bed with Wagon Wheel... And we slip the glasses onto him while giving him an endearing friend's hug. Okay, now listen. What? I actually like this plan. (laughs) No, I'm agreeing with you. Oh, I expected resistance. We flip his one-way glasses around. We can detect thoughts and friends. And then we all get in bed with him. It's it's (laughs) like if you look the wrong way through a telescope. Okay, I don't see why we have to get in bed with him. We have to cuddle with our friends. I think we just jump into the glasses and we'll get sucked in there. Some like some sort of weird Austin Powers time warp. <laughs> what? Why would you think that? Have you seen that happen before? Yeah, yeah. A bunch. Yeah, that all the all the time. Back at uh that place. I'm starting to think you never went to magic school. I did. We've literally seen a wing of the school he went to. That doesn't mean he went there, Thrasher. We've been inside of it. We met a teacher that he recognized. 
Yeah, don't y'all remember Professor Lafire? Lafire. Oh, yeah. Okay, fine. Point proven. You did go there. Okay, so look. Detect thought. Friends. How do we get in? Maybe we each gotta put our eyes up to his glasses while he's wearing the magic glasses. And then we get sucked in. It's like a soul thing. Oh, we look through his eyes. Them glasses it is. Because they say the eyes are the windows to the soul. They do say that. Oh, damn, everybody says that. I never not been saying that. I read that book Aaron was talking about. (laughs) Maybe you should put him on his feet. Get straight to the soul. Ooh. (laughs) Ooh, strike him down. If anyone out there wants to DM, if anyone wants to replace our DM, we're a ballin'-ass podcast, go ahead and tweet at me. What podcast is that going to be? That's a Discount Heroes. We release every Thursday. <laughs> Let's put this plan into action. Sounds like you got spells that you want to pick. You have an item. Does he have his glasses? You gotta look in his pockets. His dark pockets. Wait, he wasn't wearing them? He wasn't wearing them. His big Coke bottle glasses? He wasn't wearing them. I search his pockets. Oh, you find them. See? There's more proof. We just need Rick to cast Detect Thoughts on one end, and, and Demi, you, you put friends on the other. I'm already snuggling with him. Thrasher's got the glasses. Yeah, he's snuggling with him, but he's all bound and gagged. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if snuggle is the word for that. Okay, so Rick, as he's casting the spell, all right, I'm trusting you here, Demarok. You gave me your word. And then he casts the spell into the one of the stones of the spellbinder. And it glows with a bright lavender light. Why? Why did Rick... Because <laughs> you had this... Remember you had that whole talk with him last night? I Okay, I thought Knox had the other spell. I'm sorry. Rick has a spell. Oh. <laughs> Rick has... <laughs> <laughs> we broke Jared. <laughs> Sorry. I forgot Rick had this spell. I was like, so what are we doing? (laughs) He's just like, man, that guy Rick is so weird. (laughs) What is he talking about? (laughs) He's he's done. I love you so much. You have the worst fucking memory on the planet. I was confused about the parameters of the situation. We can't continue with you like this. Okay. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> he shut his mic off. <laughs> we put the whole plan together. It's like, all right, stage one. Aaron's like, why did you do that? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. He's ready for the next spell. Right. So he's holding out this parchment to me. Dimarok reaches up and holds out the other end of it. And. Did you say parchment? No, it's in the brooch thing, right? Yeah. yeah. It's in the item. I thought they were earrings. They're brooches. They're like earrings, yeah. I mean, they're just like little s- stones that are linked together. Man, I'm so sorry. Hit me with just what... Just bring me in again. <laughs> <laughs> Darren is still laughing. <laughs> All right, so... To put you back in it, Aaron, he casts the spell into... 
He casts Detect Thoughts into one of the stones of the Spellbinder, and the stone glows with a bright lavender light. Alright, so Dimrock picks up the other magic stone rock, and he focuses all his energy into it as he casts the spell Friends, and it starts to glow a beautiful green color. And he reaches out and touches his stone to the one that Rick is holding. All right, and they instantly link to each other, like magnets being pulled together. All right, now hitch him on the glasses. All right, all right, I got it. And I take the combined stones and put it right on the bridge of the glasses, kind of in between, in the nose piece. Oh, okay. And it settles in there real nice. All right, they instantly snap into place. You see a gentle current of arcane magic just flowing through it for a brief moment before... It settles down. When you touch it, there's a light hum. I take it over to Wagon Wheel as he's laid there in the bed, bound and gagged. <laughs> and, and his magic's been taken away. And I take the glasses and I lay them over his eyes and I flip the earpieces back around the other way. You know, he turns his head to the side. Crash, <laughs> you help me with this. Hold him still. Yeah, man. And then I hold him still. You put the glasses on. All right. So is everybody there? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we'll say you had to assign a command word to it to activate it, to turn it on. What's that command word? Does anybody got anything good? Rock me, mama. (laughs) Go, go glasses is what I was thinking. Best friends. We all say friends and then best friends and then click our heels and then we jump through. Yeah. Best friends! Best (laughs) friends forever! (laughs) Yeah, so of course the magic code word is best friends forever. All right. You know, everyone who's using it's got to shout it out. All right, ready, guys? Nox steps up to Wagon Wheel and holds both of his hands out, looking for his party's hands. All right, I clasp hands. Hands are clasped. I get in that old love circle. All right, guys, you all ready? Yeah. Ready, bro. We're not just friends. What are we? Best friends forever. Forever. (laughs) (laughs) Our ones, get out of here. All right, so you've turned the glasses around. They're zoomed way in on his eyeballs. You look into the glasses and your vision just expands. All you can see are the glasses now and just a shimmering blackness within. Before a few moments, that's all you see around you as you tumble through the darkness, landing with a soft thud on this odd black-looking ground. You appear in this odd place, the darkness undulating and swirling gradients around you. You feel a sense of pressure in the air. Swirling patterns in the darkness create roaming shadows in the distance, only abated by the meager lights near and far to you. As before... A golden light, now contained within a shining chalice, hangs in the air near to you, showering its golden splendor upon a tremendous backpack, with a brilliant sign hanging above it. The Mental Inventory. Thrash, do you know what that is, bro? Yeah, man, that's that store I told you guys about. Oh, Mr. Frizzle? Exactly, let's go check it out. I hoof it. So, guys, welcome to the Brain Plane. Uh, The brain plane Nice, did you name it? Yes Nice, good one, good one 
There's just a plaque on the wall that says it right behind us. Hey, over there, is that is that the door that killed you twice? Is it? I don't know what he's pointing at. You don't see the fortress, the towering fortress that you saw previously, but you do see the same pair of torches sitting upon a pedestal nearby. And then in addition to that, like I said, the golden chalice hanging in the air. Was that palace right there b- before? It, I had to pick up the torture before. Oh, okay, okay. Copes squats down and like runs his hand on the ground. Is there any texture or is it just flat, black, nothingness? It feels odd. Like the ground is slightly mutable, just depresses a little bit, but it takes its shape again once you pick up your hand. But you can almost drag your hand across it and it feels like rubbing the skin of a fruit or something like that. But you don't pick up anything. There's no dirt or something to pick up. Gotcha. Yeah, that's what I was asking. Thrash, this, this place is creepy, man. Is this where you came? Yeah, man, this is it. Uh, you guys should really check out that store, though. Yeah, I love shopping. Let's let's do it, guys. We'll follow your lead, man. I told you everything that happened last time. You know how to get there. I know Thrasher told me, but I would feel more comfortable following him. That makes sense. Yeah, guys, this way. And I head towards the store. All right. So as you walk up, the door swings open, showering you with a brilliant light from within. Oh! Mr. Frizzle, I brought more customers. He walks up. This This is is not my name. I am the ancient reptilian mind that exists within all creatures. This is Mr. Frizzle, Thrasher? He's like a little guy. Yeah, this is Mr. Frizzle. He'll, uh... He'll give you the the stuff. I'm going to reach out my hand to him. Hello, Mr. Frizzle. My friend Thrash told me about you. Hi there, Corpse. We've met before. Oh, no, that's not a good sign. Where did we meet, exactly? I exist within you. Oh, no. I look down my shirt. Yes, I am inside you. Oh, no. Would you like me to explain? No. Please don't. Please don't. No, I'm good. I'm fine. Welcome to my shop. Wait a second. Are you inside of me too? Yes. <laughs> Dang. Inside of all creatures. Dang, how many of there are you? Oh, only one of me. Actually, not very many of you. Oh, you're a weird dude. Welcome to the mental inventory. Here you can buy ancient memories long forgotten by all but me. Mr. Frizzle, I have to ask you something. Is it what my name is? Because it seems you do not know. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's fine. What do you know about the Gemini Stone? This is something that has been lost even to the memories. Oh, God. I don't think it's a real thing, Copes. You don't know that. They keep saying that everywhere I go. (laughs) Perhaps you may find a memory that will lead you to the right place, though, here. Well, then I would love to peruse your your shelves, my friend. If you have currency to spend, I have memories to share. I got a bunch of good friends. I think I got something for you. If you have the coin, I have the stories to tell. Ooh... So do we know what Thrasher had to expend here? I mean, he told us. Yeah, well, I'm just going to give y'all one-time bonus of get whatever you want for two friendship points, and then we will do like a Gashapon thing for your approving nods or anything like that. Okay. Can I ask you this? 
Does everybody know about friendship points? Is it just like in the world? Does like something? No, it's probably better if we don't talk about it. Okay, okay. No, that's fair. I like that. I like that. It's just, it is what it is. It's probably more of like internal bonding moments, more like energy from interacting. It's like when two Sims, when the heart goes up to like one and a half hearts instead of just one heart. And they're in the shower and you can't quite get the camera angle right. Oh my gosh. (laughs) All right, well, I want to peruse the shelves. I have two friendship points. So you said for two points you can get how many stat points? Yeah, one-time bonus, you get two stat points. Two stat points for the two points. One-time discount. What do we roll with? You want me to just start listing some stuff off and just describe it generally, and then you guys can tell me what you're interested in? Yeah, hit it to the group. That's fine. Okay, I'm just going to keep it simple descriptions. Yep. And all of these are like sort of ethereal looking representations of what they are. If it's, say, like a suit of armor, you see battles reflected in the steel that makes up its plates. If it's a blade, you see the same thing. Or you see, if it's a flame tug, maybe you see a dragon roaring fire across the blade. All of these reflect memories or stories contained within of however it is that they made it here. Copy that. Some of these are consumables. Some of them are items. So you see it. A scimitar that has jagged edges. A halberd that vibrates to the touch. Green-tinted plate armor. A ring that pulses with some kind of holy energy. A set of magical pipes that smell actually kind of bad. Okay, I'm intrigued. (laughs) What are magical pipes? I'm just looking at the list here. I believe they are a musical instrument. Okay. They're sewage pipes. Armor which vibrates to the touch. A couple of robes with different patches on them, uh, different symbols. Ooh. A tiny hut that, when you look inside, seems much larger on the inside. A snake which coils and writhes and then suddenly turns into a staff and then turns back into a coiling snake once again. And then you see uh, lightning bolts striking in a small area with a little stick hanging in between them. Is the armor, like, dexterity bonuses, or is that all items? They're all specific items, so you'll just kind of have to tell me what you're interested in. I feel like it'd be really boring if I just said what everything was, too, so... No, I agree. Also, this is a shop of the mind. If there's something that you want, there's a good chance that it's here, and I don't have, I don't have to feel bad about it being here, because it's all in the mind. I have a request. Is the Ring of the Grammarian there? Uh, I'm going to have to charge a lot of friendship points for that, buddy. Uh, How many? Oh, you guys all got a friendship point, by the way. Did we? Yeah. Oh, well, I I guess it's pretty appropriate. Yeah. Is it because we said best friends? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of wanted to do my sale as a a quick interaction. Well, I do too. I just need to know if the ring is there. If the ring's not there, I'm going to do stat points. If you know what you want to talk about, we can go ahead and do it. So, Frizz Dude, Mr. Frizz. Uh, you got a lot of cool things here, but, you know, maybe actually you do know me. Dimarok, The Rock Johnson. I'm a great friend, so I have a lot of friendship points. Is there, you know, anything for the high rollers? You know, maybe a back room, like, or some secret stock? Yes, but most people do not have the... They have not lived a life that would facilitate the purchase of such a grand memory. You're talking about bad friends, huh? Yeah, I guess. 
Friendship is what you make of it, or whatever the gods think of it. So to each his own? Is that what you're saying? I don't want to go that far, but it's, yeah, something like that. Ah, uh, tough currency, huh? Yes, you are subject to the fickle gods whether you receive it or not. Still, I do have something special. I'm, uh, I'm gonna charge five points for a very rare item. You guys accept my right to withdraw these prices at any time, right? I do. Of course. Okay, then, yes. I do have a very old memory. It seems you maybe have lived a life that is conducive to owning such a memory. This possible. Um, can I take a peek? He just gestures behind him, and then he pulls out a stone that hovers in the air in front of him. It's very similar to the stone that Copes found previously, though this one shines a little bit brighter. Is it the stone Copes has been looking for? This is the Gemini stone. No, no, it's not. (laughs) I would have quit the podcast. Oh, that's that's a shoddy looking rock. Does it do more than that? Sean? You need more? (laughs) Now I feel obligated to buy it because it's taking so long. No, you're good. You don't have five friendship points, though, do you? I do. He has just enough. How? With the one he just gave us, I went from four to five. I only had two until now. I went from two to three. Yeah, he got some illicit ones, but it wouldn't be fun to take them away. I'll give you guys some illicit ones eventually. Well, bro, sometimes things are uneven. Yeah, sometimes. Roll a d6 for me. A five. A five? All right. This one will improve your ability to win friends and influence others. What? That sounds like just the thing for me. Here, uh, how do I give you my friendship points? It's like, oh, I bet it's a friendship handshake. I guess I never explained it earlier, but you must share with me the memories that you hold so dear. Who knows, maybe one day your memories will show up here in the shop. Just gonna ask, is that how he's accrued his things? This is how I have accrued these things. <laughs> <laughs> this must have been the memory of a great leader at one point. Um, yeah, so... You don't have to do it in character. You can just say you tell him the tales of your friendships. And then Demarok tells him the tales of their friendship. No, he takes a minute to tell about each time he gained a friendship point. These last five. And then Copes was like this gazelle thing. We played this cool song. We were dancing to the woods. You know, it's just that kind of stuff. Oh, these are treasured memories. You must always hold them dear. No, you can have them. Thank you. Thank you for your payment. And then he offers the stone to you. And I put it in my pocket or gobble it up or... He tosses it in the air towards you and it begins floating in the air in an orbit around your head. I put my hands up like Link in the temple and catch the little crystal above me. It seems to keep trying to float. I grab it. That's the way it works. It floats around you and that's how you get the benefit of it. I don't like it. Can I get this back? No (laughs) refunds. I should have read the fine print. Fine. Alright, so it increases your charisma by two. Oh, that's great for me. That's really good. Alright, next. 
are you going to sell me a Ring of the Grammarian? You can tell me no, but that's what I need to know. If you wish to save for something fantastic, you must save. Keep your treasured memories for another day. Can I ask a question? Yes, you just did. <laughs> no, to, to you, Brent. Got him. Oh, uh, yeah. So no to the ring, then. <laughs> How many points you got? You got three? I got three. Yeah, that's definitely better than the thing I gave Aaron. So it's going to cost more, maybe more than five. I'll let someone else go, then. I'll just pull... Who are the two who haven't leveled up to the side? That would be Thrash and Copes. Yes. He pulls the two of you. There is something within you. You have a power sleeping within. Mm. Yes, I... I too find it surprising. (laughs) (laughs) I always thought I did. Thrasher, it has been some time since new customers were brought here. You have revived me in a way you cannot understand. Or maybe you can understand. I don't know. I don't understand a lot of things. I thought so. (laughs) For this, I wish to help the two of you. I will offer you this. And he holds out a small orb of light, a little moat of magic. I touch the orb. I snatch it. All right. So what do you experience when you snatch it, Copes? I experience a memory of me being a turtle. Mm-hmm. I was on Nox's shoulder, right? Uh, Thrasher's. On Thrasher's shoulder. And I just had so many things I wanted to say and help, and I just couldn't because I decided to be a turtle. And I just wish that I could have contributed because I know my, my knowledge to this party is endless and always wanted. And I just wish that I could have communicated that. Mm, you feel something something unlock in your mind. You feel like a puzzle piece falls into place that you, you always knew you could do it. Because you're the chosen one. Yes, <laughs> I am. I am the chosen one! Alright, and... Thrasher, what do you experience when you touch it? I remember being a little kid and finding a woodcutting axe in like a shed or something. I thought it was really cool, but when I was real little, it was real heavy. Couldn't pick it up. So I kept trying, kept trying until I got strong enough to pick it up. Now I'm buff. Oh, man. Just like that, you remember all those axe strikes. How could you forget? (laughs) How could you forget how strong you were when you were a child? (laughs) feel your muscles bulge with that childlike strength that you lost a more innocent strength all right and you got plus two strength yay and for everyone who doesn't know nox's little scene at the beginning demarok's scene on the deck of the ship and these two things here everyone's level four now so what do we get besides our feats you guys are gonna get more health yes we need that if you're a spellcaster, you probably get one extra spell to cast, one extra spell slot of the highest level. So if you can cast two second level, you probably can cast three now. I'm not 100% on that, but I believe that's the case. It is. It is three. It's possible you may learn another spell, uh, Demarok, to add to your spells known, but I'm not sure about that. Otherwise, we're going to get some HP. Let's leave the most dramatic one, Nox, for last. Well, at the, to that point, the feat I took in that little is telepathic. Uh, it's a feat of level four. I can speak to anybody telepathically within 60 feet of me, which means as an animal now, I can speak to one person at a time telepathically. So I am not limited to no speech while wild-shaped. 
So go ahead and roll for your health, and then we'll jump into what Knox and uh, Copes want to get if they want to get anything. All right, it's 1d6 for me, right? Here's a d8. Your d8. Ooh. Uh, that's a seven, boys. Oh, nice. Boys. Plus your constitution. That's a seven. That takes me to 31. Do I roll a 10 or an eight? Yours is an eight. Three plus three. That's six. Demarok will have 34 HP. All right. Is it still okay if I roll a real dice? I like rolling a real dice. Yeah. Don't lie. I never lie. Last time you got a one, so. Three. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, ho. That brought my bonus total from that level up to six more, which brings my total total to 41. All right. And Knox got another two. Another two. Oh. What are you at now, Knox? 24. Machi, machi. It's bad. I could have been there if I had rolled low, so. All right. So let's finish up shopping. Who has something that they'd like to add to their mental inventory? Okay. So what was this guy's actual name again that he said it was? I am the ancient reptilian mind that exists without all others. Okay. Yeah. So Mr. Frizzle, uh, (laughs) you've really got to get a shorter name, my man. I think I need a little bit of help staying a little bit more alive. I don't know what you may have to offer. Oh, I have just the thing for you. The memory of an ancient sumo wrestler. (laughs) (laughs) Pardon? No, I love that. I love that. Just like normal, you could pay two to get two to a stat, but if you wanted that specific item, like the amulet of health, then it would cost three friendship points. Okay. Yeah, I I would totally do that. If you wish to trade, you must tell me of your treasured memories. I will tell you about three of the, uh, honestly, the coolest people I've, I've ever known. The Spirit of Shepherds, the Composer of Chaos, and the Bringer of Metal. They've surrounded me and, and protected me in, in ways I never could have imagined. People caring about me for it. They're truly the only reasons that I'm still here. And I'm hoping I can maybe carry on my own a little bit stronger so they don't have to pick me up all the time. You have the smell of death on you. They must be good friends indeed. Yes, I reek of it, unfortunately. Everybody keeps saying that. <laughs> and he holds out a shining red memory. And I grab it. What do you see in your mind when you grab it? So I see a uh, an ancient coliseum packed with people. A massive Goliath sumo wrestler that stands in the middle of it. And as these warriors keep coming from every side, he stands his ground. He continues to just throw them off him, untiring, undaunted, as he is able to stand his ground through everything that they throw at him. Yeah, and the people cheer. Nice. Your constitution is set to 19. Ooh. Your constitution is 19. That's what the item does. Exactly. It makes it 19. Is that an attuned item? Yes. Is that a feat? That's an item. Amulet of health. Gives you 19 constitution. That's really good. Yeah, there's one for wisdom. They all just give you 19 to a stat. Yeah, strength. Belt of giant strength or whatever. Yeah. But that's the thing is, it can't be raised after that. So if he adds more to constitution, it doesn't matter because the item just sets your con to 19. Oh. 
And you can't use it to do multi-classing or anything like that if it requires, because it's not technically your stats. Gotcha. All right, Copes, what you looking for here? Let me ask you this out of character. <laughs> if I save up, am I going to see this motherfucker again? Yeah, you'll see him again. I'll make sure you get a chance. Okay. If you really want it, it don't worry, it'll happen. I'm just, I'm not going to penalize you for spending points now. Just got to be a good friend, man. Just try for once. Please, for the love of God, try to be a good friend, Tyler. I mean, Copes. I healed them so many times last time. <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, look, I'm fine. If if I can save up for the one thing I want, I'm in. I will save up, Brent, if you want me to save up. Okay, I just it's going to be up to y'all the next opportunity you get to talk to him. If that's what you want, Brent. It's the only item I've ever wanted. I will sacrifice. What can I get with my one approving nod? <laughs> you can get a Gashapon item. Sold! You know what, uh, Mr. Frizzle? I'm going to hold these memories. I think they have a greater worth than what I could achieve right now. But I do have a, just, a, just a little something-something from somebody. I share the memory of my approving nod that I got from Ilgis. Yeah, when we saved the refugees, and I'm gonna roll the Gashapon machine. All right, you offer him the memory, the minor memory, and roll the D100. <laughs> Suckers, eighty-eight. That's the same as last time, really. And I got one AC the last time. Let's see. All right, so he offers you a small mote of light. And when you touch it, you're granted a very temporary vision. This is probably familiar to you. You're looking through the eyes of a cat. You look behind you and you've got three tails. Displacer beast. This is a potion of invisibility. Ooh, a potion. So these here, they basically appear as though like they're a tattoo on your skin. And you can call upon them and use them just like a consumable. Okay, so one-time use. Yeah. Do we all get to use our approving nods? Yeah. Can I approvingly nod at him? <laughs> no, no. Those don't count. But if you got him, go ahead and roll them now. I'll give them to you. All right. I got a 26. You gain the memory of a small rat. This is a potion. It's called Potion of Diminution. Diminution? Diminution? It's the, uh, the effect of the reduced spell for 1d4 hours. Oh, nice. They make you shorter. All right. We got any more approving nods to spend? I think Aaron, you got one. No, I don't. I never got any. I don't think. I think we all got one from uh, Ilgus. Yeah, I think we all got one. Uh, I'll hold on to it, then, but I'll mark it down. I'm gonna reach across the counter and grab Mister Frizzle by his tunic. It's a very strange feeling when you touch him, almost as though you're touching yourself. I, I grab him lower. <laughs> no, no, no. That's just not a strange feeling at all. That's very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very normal. <laughs> I say, Mr. Frizzle, I will accue more friendship points and I will be the best friend this world has to offer until I gain what I need. I know what it is you seek. Then you know I'll be back. <laughs> and I turn and walk out of the store. <laughs> wait, wait. Nope. I <laughs> leave. Wait, Brent? Yes, yes, sir. Aren't approving nods only for the gotcha pawn, right? There's nothing else you can spend them on. That's correct. 
So, Aaron, you should go ahead and spend your approving nod. There's no reason to save it. Yeah, I I put my coin in. That's not a thing. And turn to the left. Did anybody do that one yet? It's a mind realm, so whatever. I want to try to toss, throw my coin into the slot. There's no coins. I spend my nod. <laughs> yeah. Roll your D100. 74. That is a potion of growth. When you take in the memory, you see from the eyes of a giant for a moment, towering over nearby creatures. Oh, the weather appears great. You can use this to gain the effect of enlarge for 1d4 hours. Whenever I want or one time? One time. Whenever you want. (laughs) (laughs) Is there a name for it? Potion of growth. Enlarge one time. Yeah, 1d4 hours. How big does that make me? Uh, you have to look at the spell. I don't know off the top of my head. I think you double in size at least. In any case, the ancient mind that exists when all things says you should probably go help your friend out there. Minds gathered together in this place have a tendency to draw malicious thoughts. You walk outside, Copes. What is it you picture when you picture art? When I picture art? Yeah, Copes, anyway. I picture a beautiful night sky so full of stars no like artwork that somebody made a picture (laughs) of a beautiful night sky with almost no sky because there's so many stars right and faint lines connecting them you walk outside and you're confronted by a floating painting of that it looks like it's got remnants of the things that you've described but they're slowly floating all over the canvas giving it a more abstract look you see that the painting moves with some intensity so make a wisdom saving throw thank god that feat gives me another wisdom (laughs) 21 21 you get the sense that the art is trying to look incredibly boring to you you resist falling asleep (gasps) Can I punch the art? Uh, you guys should come outside now. Guys, there's some floating art out here. What What does that even mean? I don't know. I go out. You go out, you see the artwork, Thrasher. Make a wisdom saving throw with disadvantage. Oh, God. <laughs> Why did you tell me to come out? <laughs> well, so it's not just Copes here dealing with this. Mmm. Four. So the art is so incredibly boring that you fall asleep. (laughs) That makes sense. I did talk about my thoughts on art earlier. (laughs) It's so lame. (laughs) Alright, as Thrasher falls to the ground, the art wheels wildly in the air and strikes at Thrasher. What? (laughs) (laughs) Alright, Dimmy here. You guys have had it too easy for too long. They've been softies on you. You've been listening, but I need you to listen more. Every Thursday, be on your phone, be on your computer. Tweet about us at DHCast, Or come talk to us on our Discord. But whatever you do, make sure you're there every Thursday. Hang out with us, the Discount Heroes. Where questionable results are always guaranteed.
We broke Jared. Jared's going to throw up. <laughs> I swear that's what he's doing. I'm, I'm just glad that we still got this recorded. Oh my god. Alright, let's wait a second for him to come back. Guys, I threw up. I couldn't stop. <laughs> we know you threw up because Tyler told us you're going to throw up. <laughs> Did he really? Yes, yeah. without a doubt. That's exactly what happened. We believed him. <laughs> he seemed so confident. Oh my god. Yeah, you should really thank Aaron for that. Thank you, Aaron. <laughs> Honestly, if you could sell that shit, be a fucking billionaire. Yeah. That's a good feeling. 